Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to Sugar Coated. I am so excited that you decided to tune in and listen to me, Jennifer. I am your host and I am going to be talking about many different topics. Nothing is off limits, people. Nothing. So grab your drink, sit back, enjoy the show. I saw a quote by Brendan Burchard, or is it Burchard? I hope I'm saying it right. That said, the more you chase approval, the more you corrupt authenticity. This spoke so loud to my heart because since I started this podcast journey, I have doubted myself, thought of every reason why I shouldn't start it, and most of my angst and apprehension was surrounded on the hypothetical opinions of others. And suddenly, I got away from why I wanted to start a podcast in the first place. Now, I've rarely been the type to care about what other people think or say where I'm concerned. <laughs> but ironically, it became the forefront of my daily thoughts when trying to produce content for people. It's so weird. It's like, I have to be intentional in reminding myself that this isn't for anyone else but myself. I can't change my authenticity in a state of fear for approval, if that makes any sense. This has been a consistent internal topic for me. So when I saw this quote, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Then I thought, if I'm dealing with this, then for certain others are. So I just wanted to talk about how it is often very difficult to stay true to the course and keep your eye on the end result when what you're doing is caught up in likes and shares and reviews and just engagement of any kind. I don't think that it's secluded solely to the podcasters and influencers of the world either. I think this applies to all small business owners, coaches, people who are wanting to just get themselves out there and do something different for themselves, share with others, etc. It is um, a total mind screw at times because it has to be a very healthy balance on a very fine line between approval and authenticity. So when you think about authenticity, what does that mean? And it could be a sticking point for some people. Like some people are like, oh, I hate when they say just be authentic. Well, there's, of course, the textbook definition, which is the act of being authentic. And of course, anything authentic is deemed true and original. When you apply authenticity to your craft, whatever that may be, it should be much more simple than we recognize when it comes time to apply it. Because the thought of, I hope they like this, can really creep in for many. And that's the exact moment when you get away from your authenticity. This is applicable to your everyday life also. I mean, in school, at work, in relationships, sometimes we think we have to change who we are in order to be accepted. Now at work, that's a sticky situation because you do have to maintain a level of professionalism. But I have witnessed two totally different people in one single person inside and outside of the office, beyond professionalism, I mean. So we recently um, took a DISC assessment at my job, and mine read almost the same 
within a very small margin in comparison to my adaptive style versus my natural style. It was very interesting to me because it didn't really waver. And I just don't know how to be anything outside of who I am and what you've been hearing and getting. I can maintain a professional demeanor. I can hold my tongue when I need to. But at the end of the day, my adaptive style versus my natural style, it read to be pretty much the same. And so I wasn't really super surprised by it, but it was interesting to see for me. And so it's when it comes to having to maintain a consistent look of your page, your Instagram page, that is, or your website, or your LinkedIn page, or your portfolio, um, whatever you have that you're working on. It's, It's when it comes to having to maintain a consistent look of your visual story, if you will, or just the stupid logistics and politics of social media and what it can bring in general, that's when it gets stressful. Like it stresses me out. I just, I don't know. I can't deal with it because then I feel like pressure. Oh, I have to post. I have to do this. I have to do that. And of course, everybody has somebody that they follow, you know, that's an inspiration for them. And you see where um, they're at or where they could be. And you're like, oh my God, like, so I got to do, you know, X, Y, Z to, to get to this level. And, you know, it's, a, you have to be very careful of comparing yourself to others. And, and I'm also speaking to myself when I say this, because it, it gets dangerous. It's a very slippery slope. So most of you know by now, and for those of you who don't know, my daughter is five And she is almost out of pre-K, heading into kindergarten in August. And we have to have a conversation daily about being herself. You know, kids are in daycare all day sometimes, which is, you know, that's a whole nother episode for me because I don't love that, but we have to work. And naturally, they pick up habits being around kids all day long and all of a sudden, When I pick, you know, my daughter up, I have little Susie in my car instead of my tiny Kiana. (laughs) So I have to consistently explain to her that she is unique and an individual person that we cannot duplicate to let Susie be Susie and Kiana be Kiana because there's only one her and all those good things. Isn't it ironic that the exact advice I give to my daughter, I completely forget to give to myself. In my high school yearbook, we had to have a quote under our senior picture. (laughs) And my quote was, in a world where you can be anything, be yourself. I know that that's a popular quote and that many have heard this, but this was 20 years ago. So I haven't got the slightest clue who to give credit to for that quote. But this has been something I have always been an advocate for is being authentic in who you are. There's nobody else out there who can be you. So why would you even want to compare or try to keep up with somebody else or idolize somebody else or look at somebody else's life? And, you know, we build this narrative in our head about what they have and what they go through. And you really just don't know. It's quite interesting to me now that I've put myself on a platform, so to say, I say that loosely because I'm still in the beginning stages, but I I am. I'm putting myself out there 
And suddenly I have all these reservations for something I never gave two craps about before. Subconsciously, it's occurring. Winning the approval of people you have absolutely no connection with. And then all of a sudden, your authenticity slips away as you strive to give people what they want and maybe not even realizing that is what you're doing at that time. This is a a really sticky situation because you will quickly start to lose yourself this way. And I know many people have reservations in their life that pan down to what other people will think if they start something. If we are honest with ourselves, it truly is at the base of our apprehension and fear to jump onto something and start anything new. It could be starting a new business, launching a new product, starting a blog, leaving your job, um, starting YouTube, writing a book, suggesting an idea at an important meeting if you're trying to get ahead in your career, even joining a gym and the pressure that that brings as far as others are concerned. Whatever the said task or goal is that you have on your list of this is what I want to accomplish in the next however many years, okay? Those who have sat on their idea or thought to launch something new, I encourage you to look at if your hesitation is based on what you think other people will think about it. And you have to be honest with yourself because um, here is what I've come to realize in battling this myself when I started this podcast journey. Whether or not we as individuals actually know it or realize it, we have something to offer. Each one of us has a story, experiences, and circumstances that we have faced in our lives that make us authentic and truly unique. So just like I tell my five-year-old that there is literally only one her, there is also only one me and only one you. And I know that sounds very simple and cliche, But when you change your perspective, you put yourself at the same level you see others that you may tune into or follow or read their book or watch them on reality TV or I don't know, whatever influencer or blogger, whatever the case may be, they are regular people just like us. The only difference is their perspective on themselves and their belief in themselves and what they have to offer. Because the short truth is what you have to say, your story on your life, no one else can give the world that or your boss that or the people you may mentor that. This truly applies to wherever you are at in life. Even if you're a stay-at-home mom and that is your calling and that's your life. All the things you've experienced up until you listening to this podcast today, those experiences have given you a voice. It's whether you realize that you have a voice or not, and you do. And you may think, oh, well, why would anybody want to listen to me? Well, why the hell are you listening to me right now? That's why. Because your ability to be authentic and remain true to yourself is the mere fact that no one else can give the delivery and personality that you can on your experiences. I mean, of course, don't get me wrong. Some can try to copy it. 
but it's not going to be the same or as successful because it isn't authentic. And in this moment, I'm reminded of my grandmother's recipes. Uh, Man, my grandmother is Italian and she has taught me along with my mother, but my grandmother, she was our go-to and she has taught me how to make her dishes, sat with me while making her dishes, given me the recipes, coached me, helped me to cook these dishes. And no matter how hard I try or how many times I make her recipes, it's just, it never actually tastes like when grandma makes it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's got a dish that reminds them of their childhood. And man, it's not like mama used to make it or it's not like grandmama used to make it. You know, it's just always something different about when they cook it and dish it out. That is what you need to remind yourself in your time of doubt. What I need to remind myself when questioning, why would anyone care? Why would anyone want to hear what I have to say or what I'm going through? Because you have your own recipe, your story, and no one else can duplicate it. But they can most definitely relate to it. You have to believe in yourself, stay true to yourself, protect your heart, keep it pure, and get out there and go get it. I hope that this was uplifting. I hope that it was inspirational. And I'll catch you next time. Peace. You've listened to an episode of Sugar Coated. And remember, new episodes air every Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast. I will be your bestie for life for a five-star review. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. I want to hear from you. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Sugar Coated Podcast, where you can follow for all the latest updates. Catch y'all next Wednesday. Peace.